Are you looking to pursue excellence and take your success to the next level? You're in the right place. Welcome to Excellence Mindset with your host, Ryan James Miller. All right, everybody. I'm really excited for another episode of the Excellence Mindset podcast. Um, As is always, I seem to be uh, really intrigued by the people that I get the opportunity to share some time with. Uh, Today is probably a little bit unique in the sense that uh, my guest is somebody that I've known personally for quite a long time. Um, But also, I think uh, I'm really excited because there are a lot of things uh, within Chad, who I'll introduce in just a second, uh, that uh, is going to be really intriguing for people to hear. So welcome, Chad Burleson, to the Excellence Mindset Podcast. Hey, what's up, Ryan, man? Happy to be here. Appreciate you having me on the show. Yeah, thank you for uh, for sharing your time, especially as a busy man who you told me just before we jumped on this is actually already on vacation and decided <laughs> to uh, <laughs> you're holed up in a corner somewhere in the house making sure that the kids don't bust in on you. Hey, when you have a chance to get away, man, you take full advantage of it, which is the really cool thing about being an entrepreneur. You kind of make your own schedule, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so let's just jump right into that. So why don't you tell you know me, us, a little bit about kind of just who you are? What you sure. do? Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, you know, 37-year-old entrepreneur from Southern California. You know, my wife Jen and I, we own and operate three fitness facilities out here in SoCal. We call it the Camp Transformation Center. And really, I mean, we specialize in in transformation, which can be in the form of emotional transformation, mental transformation, but ultimately it's physical. You know, we host boot camp style workouts, provide nutritional guidance and and support our clients to help them lose weight. Um, burn fat and really, I mean, just feel good about themselves. You know, we, we're in this business to help people and that's what we enjoy doing. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. And we're going to, we're going to dig into that a little bit more, but you're also a family man. So you said married, I know that's your high school. Yes. Sweetheart, yeah. Right? Yeah. Jen and I have known each other, um, since we were like five years old, obviously in high school is when we, uh, rekindled the flame, but, uh, we've been going strong for many, many years, man. Uh, like I said, it's, um, 37 now and we've been married 13 years and we have two boys, nine and 10 years old, just, um, ball players, just awesome kids, man. We're uh, truly blessed in the family department for sure. Yeah, no, that, that, that's awesome. And I mean, obviously, you know, knowing you personally, I've been able to experience a lot of those different moments along the way, but I think it's, um, it's just, it's super exciting to see. Uh, it's kind of funny because we're only a few years apart and, uh, when I say this, I don't mean it as much of like um, uh, somebody older to somebody younger, but as much as, and I hope we'll get into this a little bit, but uh, like I'm so proud just to to know you and, and, and to be able to in some way participate in your life. I think that um, what you've been able to accomplish uh, over the course of 37 years and really, I mean, probably the last few years more so than that is just significant. So you had a well you you have a degree right uh, you have an MBA in entrepreneurship and you were working a really good corporate sales job you were there for a long time and uh, probably making pretty good money you've got security you've got benefits and then one crazy day you guys <laughs> get this idea that you want to go into business for yourself in the fitness space space yeah. which is just yeah. yeah i mean there's so much room there <laughs> like so what what was that 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 really kind of pushed you to do that really man i mean it's it's something i've wanted my entire life you know i mean i can remember just being a, a kid and buying bulk 
licorice at Costco or at the time it was called Price Club, you know, and just selling it to, to kids at school. I mean, I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit. I've really enjoyed sales. And yeah, man, I mean, I, I had a really great sales job and I was moving up with the company, but it just, it wasn't giving me, you know, it wasn't fulfilling enough. I mean, yeah, sure. It was financially rewarding, but it wasn't that, you know, when you look back on your life, you know, the the worst thing you can have is regret. Right. And I just said, look, man, my wife, she has a, a great job. She's in education. She's so supportive of me and, and my dreams and my goals. And, you know, I just, we had a conversation one day and we're like, Hey, this is what we want to do. And we just, we took the plunge, man. We jumped right into it and hit the ground running hard. And it was tough. You know, I was hanging on to one job, trying to do you know this job and that job. And, you know, we were running thin for a, a very long time. But I mean, we've we've succeeded. And, um, you know, now we have three locations I'm going at it full time. You know, Jen's in and out and she's, you know, because she loves what she does, too, to help kids out in the college. But um, this is just it's it's become our lifestyle, really, you know, such a huge part of our life. And we love it. Yeah. So, so what, like, what were some of the, I don't know if it's like, um, barriers or like protective things that you put into place along the way? Because so, I mean, I know you to be a, you know, a guy that is like, you know, deeply in love and supportive of your wife and you're, you know, a great dad that is supportive of your sons and coaching baseball and trying to be involved in their life. But I mean, there's just there had to be that point where you were running so lean, trying to balance a full time job and managing, you know, the first location. And so, like, how did you do that? Like, what were did you put protective measures into place? Were there times when you're like, OK, like I'm going to check out for a minute or no, you guys just agreed that for this season, I am balls to the wall. You know what? Honestly, man, it's <laughs> it was really hard, you know, to. I guess you could say compartmentalize or or just, you know, draw the boundaries or or the fine lines between, you know, where you need to spend your time. Um, But we've just, we've, we've worked really well together. Jen and I have, Um, we've, we understand, you know, what's important in life. And obviously family for us is, is number one. It's always going to be our priority, but at the same time, you know, we've, we've have an understanding with each other that, you know, in order to have a great family life, you know, you some other things you need to do for yourself or for your business to set yourself up, you know, financially. And I mean, just for your own mental health or your emotional health, you know, you want to enjoy what you do every single day. And, and I get that now, you know, I'm able to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, entrepreneurship is tough, man, that, you know, it, it's, it's rough and it's hardcore and, it's all in, you know, you got to go all in, um, you know, from the very beginning and it's just, yeah, we didn't sleep much for, for a year or so, but you know, we're doing well now. And, and, and so where, where does your like source of confidence come from? I mean, you carry yourself really well. You are like, I'm going to like, I'm going to joke when I say this, but it's like serious. If somebody was to see you, right? Like you could be on the cover of a men's health magazine. Like you're in fantastic shape. You're a great looking guy, but like we still need to have confidence that's rooted in something else. Right. So like, where does that confidence come from for you? I think just being prepared, you know, I mean, I'm in the fitness industry and I mean, I'll, I'll be open with you. I mean, I, I respect you, Ryan. And I going on the show, I just figured, Hey, I'm just going to be raw with everything. And honestly, man, I can think back to a time when I was like in sixth grade and, you know, we were supposed to all go to raging waters and have our shirts off for the first time. And I'm like, man, these, these 
other guys are going to be jacked. They're going to be strong. They're going to be this. They're going to be that. And all the girls are going to see me. I'm, I'm small. I'm weak. So I, I literally went into my dad's garage and started working out like for an hour thinking that I'm going to get pumped up, you know, overnight. But I just remembered that next day. I'm like, look, I'm never going to be put in a position where I got to, you know, try to do something so fast. So I always just try to be prepared in everything. And whether that preparedness comes from, you know, reading books or, you know, educating myself or just, you know, trying things and then failing and then trying and failing and trying and failing. I mean, it's just, I always just want to be prepared. And I mean, when you're prepared, you're, you're confident about what you do and what you say. And now I enjoy getting up in front of people. And I, I enjoy, you know, getting on conversations like this where, you know, there might be a lot of people listening just because, you know, I'm really excited about what I do. And, and I want to share that with everybody else. Yeah, no, I mean, that's awesome. So then, so, so you're, you're in pursuit of these goals day by day, right? You're kind of just, you know, clicking them off. I mean, so, so how do you hold yourself accountable or like, how do you keep accountability to those long-term goals? Or it's just, it's so deep in your head that you just do it yourself. Uh, no, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people in my life really that hold me accountable, you know, um, God, of course, you know, trying to please him, honor him and everything I do, my wife, my boys, I mean, doing whatever it takes to support them and give them a good life, make them proud of me. You know, I think about my clients, I made a commitment to them, my employees who count on me to pay their salaries, you know, which, and, you know, ultimately pays their bills, puts food on their table. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that have held me accountable. And I think that's really what continues to drive me. I just... I love to build. I love business and, and everything that goes along with that. But it's really the people that have made you know my life just so much better that, that I just want to hold myself accountable to them. That's fantastic. So I mean that like uh, like the the makeup of who you are. Then I mean that just has to so deeply influence the way that you run your business. Um, so I mean. It, it, is is that what you feel? I mean, and I know that, you know, Jen is a big part of that too, but like what is that what kind of has carried you guys? I mean, you've gone from one kind of dipping your toe in the water facility to three, you're like, you're cranking so successful. So like, what is it that it, that has influenced, do you think the success of the business? I just, our, just our genuine desire to help people really. I mean, you know, Jen is extremely smart. She's an awesome leader. We work really well together. She's been so supportive. Uh, she's had a huge influence on who I am as a person and as a professional. And I mean, we just, we've made a pact, um, to each other and our philosophy with our gyms is look, is this business decision going to allow us to help more people? And if the answer is yes, then, then we pursue it. And that's just something that we really, truly take seriously and we really deeply care about is just is helping people. And I think that we've been successful because, I mean, that's why we're doing it. You know, I once read a book and I I hate not being able to quote who the author is, but it was something along the lines of it's not always what you do, but it's why you do it. And that really resonated with me. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's that's what it is all about. Yeah, no, I mean, that's awesome. And I think that's so important in <clears throat> the industry that you're in. Uh, I mean, the the 
fitness industry is probably one of the fastest growing industries, right, in, in our country, definitely. But there's so much abuse there, right? Like there, there are there are so many people that unfortunately are victims of just crap, right? Like crap um, fitness facilities, crap programs, crap diets. And so what are some of the things that you guys have been able to do that you feel is making a positive impact? Because I know I have seen it and anybody that is listening and was to was to jump in and see the, the, the outcomes that you guys are producing at your transformation camps is just phenomenal. So what yeah, are some of the things thanks. that you're doing to ensure that? Yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of times, you know, the the misconception is in fitness is it's it's all about vanity, you know, and it's all about looking one way when in reality it's it's comes down to your health. And sure, yeah, mental health, feeling good about yourself, but physical health too, you know, and it's not you know, do you look healthy? It's, are you truly healthy inside? And one of the biggest components of our program, it's not just, you know, the working out and, you know, teaching somebody how to train properly. It's also, which is awesome. You know, I mean, we love that, that component of it, but it's, it's also about educating them on proper nutrition and, you know, providing sustainable meal plans and showing somebody, Hey, you can still continue to eat healthy, lose weight, with a, this program, it's not a diet. It's something that you can live on. And I mean, I, th- I think that just, you know, a lot of times diets fail because they're short term, right? Well, our program is sustainable. So we can, you know, people stick with us for a long time because they can, they can maintain that program and enjoy it and, and get results that they want. Yeah. So uh, I haven't typically dug too much into people's businesses, but I think it's a pretty intriguing uh, approach to fitness that you guys uh, provide. So uh, there's a, kind of a risk component that people step into, right? When they when they sign up to become a member in the beginning. So explain a little bit about like the philosophy behind that. You know, obviously, you know, unpack a little bit about what it is and then why you think it works so well. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, we do have uh, we have memberships, and then we also offer what we call the free six-week challenge. And the challenge program is designed to help somebody, you know, achieve their goal of losing 20 pounds in 42 days. We do that through our boot camp style HIT workouts, our nutritional plan, and our level of support that we bring to them for those six weeks. Now, when they sign up, you know, a lot of times people say, oh, it's free, it's free, it's free, and you need to get 100 people running in the door. Well, you know, it, it – Sure, it's free, but the the commitment isn't free. You know, the blood, sweat, and the tears, that's not free. And so what we do is we require um, all of our challengers, what we call them, to put down a commitment deposit. The deposit is, hey, look, I'm going to hold on to this deposit, this money, until you fulfill this six-week program and you achieve your goal because that's going to hold you accountable for the next six weeks. So, you know, a lot of times they look at me and they're like, you're crazy, man. You said it was free. And I'm like, look, let me me explain something to you. If you went to – a 24-hour fitness, LA Fitness, Joe's Fitness, whatever it is, paid a personal trainer five, 600 bucks for six weeks. At the end of the six weeks, you look amazing. You feel great about yourself. You're so much healthier. You're so much more educated on nutrition. And you ask for that money back. That guy or gal trainer is going to laugh at you, right? But at the camp, we're going to give them that money right back and say, thank you. You know, you helped us, you know, with our marketing, 
Um, and we got a great before and after photo of you and everybody gets to know, you know, what can be accomplished at the camp if they really commit to the program. And oftentimes those people will sign up too because they do see that there is a, a, a huge value with us and what we offer. And that's good. So it's great for us to attract new clients. Um, and it also helps us, you know, market what we can do. Yeah, I, I love that because, um, I mean, we all know, right, we have to have skin in the game uh, in order for anything to really matter in our lives. And unfortunately, but fortunately, money is typically one thing that we have a hard time separating with. And so I love that. I know you're got, you guys aren't using that to like trick somebody into something, but really that's a great leverage point, especially in an, in an arena where people are looking just to get fixed quickly. And you and I both know um, in health more than anything, like that doesn't exist. No, you're right. You're right. Absolutely not. And it, you know, that's a lot of the things that, that we try to talk to them about is look, man, this is whether your goal was to lose 20 pounds, 40 pounds, whatever it is, you know, maybe you don't accomplish it in six weeks or 12 weeks or 18 weeks or whatever it is, but that's your goal is still there, you know, and some people accomplish their goals sooner than others. Some people, it takes a little bit longer, but you got to just hold true to those goals and keep moving forward, making progress every single day. Yeah. And I mean, what, you know, as people are listening to this, I hope that this is not something that just sticks in the fitness industry, right? Like, I mean, it's definitely very relevant, but I mean, this is, this is a principle that, that we need to be looking at throughout all of life, right? It's like, you didn't step into, you know, you didn't quit your job, go start a business and expect that tomorrow you were going to be making the same amount of money as you were the day before, right? Right, right. Yeah, man. I think, you know, I just think a lot of times nowadays, people never think about investing in themselves. They want that quick fix or, hey, let me buy this. This will make me look good for the night. Or, you know, let me do that because it's going to make me feel good today. When, I mean, if you work hard at something, it might take you a little bit longer, but ultimately, you know, the success and, and the feelings you're going to get out of it are totally much more, you know, than that instant gratification fix that you're looking for at the time. Yeah, yeah. So um, as it relates to you, so I, I, I touched on earlier, like, so you are just, I don't want to say the epitome, but you are a fantastic example, uh, example of an extremely fit individual, right? Like you take care of yourself, you work out uh, very, very hard, right? Like people think like, well, you own a gym. So of course it's like, no, no, you really work in, I know <laughs> right. that you really well. And so you really look the part, right? I mean, there, there's just a lot that goes into that. So, so the way that you look, do you, how often do you think though, that like, that that could be a detractor to people because they're like, oh, I, because like, I can't look like that. And so I'm just not even going to bother with this. Like, do you get that? Yeah. You know, I, no, I, I don't think so. And I certainly hope not. You know, that's not the, you know, the, the idea behind it is look, you know, just kind of like lead by example and show people what can be accomplished, you know, if they live the lifestyle. And I mean, that's always been my goal. And I mean, I got a before and after photo of myself and Jen, both of us hanging up in our, in our gym, just to show people like, Hey man, it wasn't always, you know, good times for us. You know, we, we didn't know what we were doing at one, at one point in our life too. And now that we've found, you know, a way to do it and work. I wouldn't say we're on top, but you know, let, for, for the sake of this conversation, let's say we're on top. Now it's, it's up to us to, you know, pull somebody up and, and pick them up and show them what they can accomplish too, if they follow suit. 
So, I mean, that's, that's, that's always been what the goal is. And yeah, you're right though. I mean, if you don't look the part, it's tough to say, yeah, come join my gym. But, um, I mean, I love doing it. You know, I love fitness. I love every aspect of it. And, you know, I, I hope that our clients, you know, take it for, for what it is and just say, Hey, look, man, let's, these are goals that we can go after. I mean, I got guys and, and girls that I look up to too in the fitness industry. And hopefully, you know, maybe I could be that for somebody else. Cause I think that when you, when you put surround yourself around, you know, higher competition, you, you kind of level up and that yeah. makes everybody around you better. You know, it's funny I, when you said, you know, about being a great example, it always reminds me and I hate to like, just put them on blast, but I don't care because they don't pay me and never will. Um, so I remember uh, forever ago, uh, I used to go to LA fitness and, um, I hate to say it, but you know, the majority of those facilities are just garbage to begin with, right? We go in, we walk around for two hours, we pick up a couple of weights and we feel like we're getting fit. Um, but, but what was always one of the funniest things to me was I'll never forget. There was one personal trainer in there, right? Like by title, not by, by job. And <laughs> right. that dude would go around. Uh, training these poor overweight people and the guy is like half out of shape he's smacking on these big old fatty sandwiches and burgers and i'm like yo you are the worst example ever like i just don't understand how people think that like that 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 they can set a good example by by exercising such bad behavior yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. And honestly, now, now that you bring that up too, that's that's kind of one of the reasons we got into into the fitness industry. You know, when I was going through my MBA, our lifestyle at the time was more, you know, bar and grill. So that's what that's what we were going to do. You know, when I when I completed the program, we were going to open up a bar and grill, and then we kind of really? started thinking, yeah. And I mean, t- nothing against anybody who owns a bar and grill. Um, but I just kind of thought to myself, do I really, do I want that to be the example I set for my kids? You know, our dad's, you know, at the bar late at night, always working and you know, it wasn't it, you know, Jen and I said, look, if we're going to do something, man, we need to do something that's not only going to be, you know, financial, um, beneficial to us, but also something that we can be proud of and, and say, Hey man, we built something that's, that's helping people and it's, it's good. And so when this opportunity came up, we're like, yes. This is it. This is it. hundred percent. I mean, uh, there's, there's so much more that I want to say and just time doesn't permit itself. Like just on like how amazing I think it is with, with the outcomes that you're providing for so many people at the camp. Um, and I would just hope that anybody that is out in the Inland Empire, Elsinore, Paris, Menifee, uh, and I'll make sure to, to tag some of that stuff in the show notes, but I, I hope that people would, would look into and invest into that. So on that side, I love that. But I think something that continues to stand out to me, and again, because I know you, I'm cheating a little bit here, but you've just said it so many times. I just, uh, I adore this idea that a deep-seated belief, not idea, deep-seated belief that you have, that you want to be a great husband and a great father. And so where where is that, like, where does that come from? Like, why is that such a, a deep-seated, you know, like a piece of who you are? Because that's just not, it, unfortunately, it's just not normal, right? Yeah. It's just not like in our narrative as men typically to to, to want to be that. And even if we say we want to be that, we, we aren't really that. And, and I know firsthand, I watch you. I know your life's not perfect, but you are so great at the way you love your wife and love your kids. And so where does that come from? 
Oh, thanks, man. I, I appreciate that. I mean, it's definitely something, of course, I strive to do. I, I mean, I got a great wife and I have great kids. You know, it's tough not to love them as much as I do. But I, I mean, I just, I, Jen and I, we like, we've been together for so long. We've shared so many things together. We've gone through so much hardship together, you know, and it, all of it's just made us so strong. And I mean, you know, not to just go into a love story, but like, you know, our, our love and our respect for one another or it is, it's, it's very deep. And I think that just kind of shows with our children too, the love that we have for them. And, you know, they're great boys, man. I mean, it's, I, I love playing with them. It's some of the, my, my greatest uh, moments of my life have just been playing catch with my kids and, you know, having Jen out there with us. I mean, she's athletic as well and just enjoying family time. I mean, there's, there's so much time for business. There's so much time for, you know, friendships and that. And I just, family time is just it's so special and it's so important to make sure that you have it because I think oftentimes people take it for granted, you know, you're going to come home after work and your family's going to be there. Well, you don't, that's not a guarantee. That's never a guarantee. And if the the two or three, four or five most important people in your life, um, you take them for granted, that's, that's not a good thing. So uh, I just try to, you know, make every moment as special as we can and, um, and just enjoy each other's company. Yeah, and I, and I appreciate that. Uh, I mean, probably more so because as an entrepreneur, I think uh, in business in general, we do this, but particularly as an entrepreneur, we consistently make the excuse that we're working hard to provide for our families, and which is true, but then we're willing to sacrifice our family in order to be successful, quote unquote, for our family, right? It's just yeah. like such a crock of circular reasoning that doesn't end anywhere. No, man, I agree with you 100%. That's, um, <laughs> that's, you're absolutely right. I think that's just something that we say and, and maybe we feel like we have to do. But I mean, you're right. You know, when think about it, you know, you're working so hard for what? You know, you got to think about why you work so hard. And for us, I mean, yeah, it's for my family. It's for um, our members and our challengers and everybody that we've made that commitment to. And, and that's what just, I mean, our business, we've, and our family life is, is intertwined now. I mean, there's our kids and our and our families go into events, work events, or go into parties with with our members and our employees. And I mean, we just it's just part of us now. You know, it's part of us now. So that really helps. You know, incorporating family time because we've we've kind of gelled them together. Yeah, and what a great example again. Like back to especially for your boys, right? It's like like these, these things are not silos, right? Like our life is one big holistic time of existence. And we need to make sure that, that, you know, each is integrated into one another, especially for you, like being in the, in the industry you're in, what a great influence that is to, to what they aspire to be. They're watching you the way you interact with, you know, your wife at home, but then at work too. And I just think that that just creates such a, 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 a positive environment for two young, impressionable boys that one day are going to grow up and, you know, God willing, uh, be great husbands and great fathers themselves. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, that's, and that's my, that's my goal for sure. And kind of like, you know, when I texted you a, a month or so ago on your, you know, when you had that sermon, um, just talking about how our kids are, are just, you know, many versions of us and they're, they learn from us, you know, you know, everything that they do, you know, I just, you know, I try to be a good example to them. And, um, you know, just like my dad was to me 
and I try to instill a hard work ethic in them, you know, so that they can, you know, grow up and do whatever that they want to do too. But, um, but yeah, you're absolutely right, man. That's, that's why we do what we do. That's awesome. That is so awesome. So if you could add one thing to your business to make it more successful, like what is, what is that thing? Or like, what is that next step for you? Uh, I mean, if I knew that answer, I would have added it by now, (laughs) but, um, I mean, honestly, man, right now we're looking to expand, you know, we're really optimistic about opening up another camp, uh, in the Coachella Valley later this year. So, you know, I mean, just extending our reach gives us greater opportunities to help more people. And I think that, you know, we're ready to do that now. You know, we have our three locations, you know, running, you know, extremely well. We have great team in place and, you know, all right, we're on to the next one now. You know, let's go, um, let's go transform another, you know, few thousand lives out in Indio. So uh, look for us coming out there soon. Awesome. Okay. So how about, what is your greatest fear? Oh, wow. Um, You know, when I think about fear, you know, I, I try to, you know, I, I pretend I'm fearless, but it's really just because, you know, I, you know, I embrace the failures. You know, I know they're going to be there. Uh, I embrace the successes. I celebrate the good times and, you know, you learn from the bad times. I got, you know, I have God on my side. I have my family, you know, a team that believes in me. And, you know, like I said before, when we talked about you know, just being prepared, I'm constantly learning. I'm trying to hone my skills. And I believe that being prepared takes away you know, any sort of just insecurity or imagined fear that you might ever have. But, um, you know, regret comes to mind, you know, I don't fear it, but it's constantly on my mind. It's something that, that I never want to feel. So it's, um, there's a reminder, you know, don't ever have, don't ever have regrets that that's always there. But in terms of fear, man, let's, I, I got, I got plenty of people supporting me, you know, I'm just going at it hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think like, you know, for myself, you know, uh, being in business and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit fresh back into it in a sense, you know, I, I, I would say that, you know, I do fear, um, you know, like not being able to provide for my family. Right. I mean, I, I think that there, there's a reality somewhere in there where it's like, we are confident, you know, we know we can do it. Um, and, and yet there are sometimes things out of our control and, and maybe that's it, right? Maybe it's like yeah. a fear of not being in control, uh, that, uh, that is just so scary when you're running a business, especially for you, you know, like, you know, you got employees and so many other things. It's just like, man, those yeah. things just, yeah. Bling. I mean, yeah, it's, that's always there, man, for sure. I mean, you, when you think about it, you know, let's say you got a, a payroll of, of $30,000 every single month. I mean, that's that's a lot of money that you got that, that people are counting on, you know, they're counting on you to make sure that's there for them every other Friday. And yeah, that's, that's a lot to be concerned about. And that's a responsibility, you know, that we take very seriously, of course. So if the business went away today, what would tomorrow be? Well, tomorrow oh. be Saturday, you'd be out on the river, <laughs> on the boat, yeah. drinking yeah. beer. Wait, he doesn't drink beer because he's too healthy. So Monday, <laughs> Monday when you went back to work, what what would you do? You Honestly, about- man, I, I I love it. You know, I'd I'd start another one. I'd start some sort of business, and I I don't know. I couldn't tell you what industry it would be in. 
Uh, maybe it would be health and fitness, but I mean, if that opportunity went away, I do, I do something. I, you know, I wouldn't, at least, you know, <laughs> in my mind right now, you know, I wouldn't retreat back to, you know, the corporate job. Uh, I'd like to just think that, hey, man, you know, dust, dust it off and go at it again. Because I just, once you're in, and you know this, you know, once you're in business, you can just continue to build, you know, and it just opens up so many different opportunities, you know, where right now we have three gyms. Well, you know, tomorrow we may have three gyms and then plus this that kind of goes, you coincides with our gyms, or then we have four gyms or this and that, and, you know, you can kind of feed off each other. But I mean, once you get it and once you have that just drive, that entrepreneurial just go, you can do anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, and I love it, man. I just, I'm so much more confident now owning businesses over the last two, three years that, you know, I'm just ready to go again. It, you know, if these didn't work out, you know, I'd, I'd get up and I'd do another one. I love it. I love it. So excellent. I think I could probably formulate an idea based upon everything you've said, but how, how would you define that for yourself? Like, what do you define excellence in your own um you know it's just above and beyond man um 10 levels higher than your competition Hmm. just dominating your space and then you know like i just said dominating new spaces just being the best versions of yourself man i just i mean you said it one time in one of your sermons too you said you know what god is the only one out there who's perfect but then you also said that shouldn't strive us or stop us from striving for perfection. And I'm like, Ryan, you are, you got me today. <laughs> you got it, man. That is, that's it. You know, and I, and I love that. I love just, you're right. Don't use that as an excuse. Just always just progress, progress, progress. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, I mean, you know, I would say, right. You know, as I said, like we cannot be perfect. And yet I think that too often we use that as an excuse to be crappy. Right. Like we just we produce junk sometimes, maybe not you and I, and maybe maybe at times we have. But it's like we do that because we just we, we can't we can't be this perfect version of, of what we imagine. And again, like just, you know, continuing to beat the fitness thing into the ground. It's like that's what people do with their health. Right. It's like if I can't look like uh, right. the rock. Yeah. Right. then I don't want to do any of this at all. And I'm going to go back and eat my Big Macs and Cold Stone ice cream every single mm-hmm. day. Yeah. It's just yeah. terrible. It is. It's, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate sometimes to, to think that the, the top of the mountain or the top of the hill is too high, you know? And it's almost like someone's told you or beaten it into your mind. I don't know why society feels like, you know, something is too far away. You know, you, like dreams are too, that dream's too big. No, man, it, it, it is not for me. It's not, you know, if you think it is for you, that's your, that's an issue you need to deal with yourself. But I mean, I, I, I see no boundaries, man. I, I love it. And I think that's because you know, your lane, right? Like, I think that that is another big issue that I find actually, I, I shared something a little bit earlier online about this, but uh, I think that we sometimes we get into a lane that we don't belong in because somebody else inspired us into it. 
And before long, we realize that we're really not that passionate about it or really not that good at it, but we're kind of stuck. And so we set all these stupid goals and put all these plans into place and invest a whole lot of time and maybe money. And then we end up failing, right? We end up just screwing it up. And when the the right thing to do would have been to, like you said, really understand who you are mm-hmm. and then use that as fuel to fire you, you know, to to just to get after it and to really crush everybody else out there. We should want to be the best at whatever yeah. we want to do. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, I tell a lot of people, you know, who I come and meet with, I say, just don't fake it. You know, when you're faking it, whether it's for a job interview, trying to be someone you're not to impress the interviewer or, you know, trying to impress your boss, being someone you're not, I go, that's, it's going to catch up with you and you're not that person. So don't try to pretend to be that person. Just be you and everything else will just become naturally. And if you're good at it, you'll succeed and you'll, you'll excel. If you're not good at it, well, at least you didn't fake it for six months and then find out you, you weren't good at it, you know, find the things that you're good at. And just continue to hone your skills, make them better and perfect them, of course. But, I mean, just don't fake it. You know, be you, do what you're best at, and and you will succeed. Yeah. No, I just, I love it. I love it. All right. So um, last thing, I think that this is this is just useful for anybody that is reflecting back on life and then looking to make plans moving forward. So um, I, your 20-year-old self, I guess that's 17 years ago, you said, right? Um you weren't even married yet. What, what would you What would you tell your twenty year old self if you had an opportunity today? Um, I'd tell him, "Hey, uh, put that baseball down, man. Quit holding on to that dream and start up a new business uh, much earlier." Uh, I mean, you know, I played. You know, I wanted to be a baseball player my entire life. You know, from age three to twenty five, little league, high school to college. Um, but you know, I never accomplished that goal. But I learned a lot from it you know, from a competitive sport, you know, it taught me how to be a leader, taught me work ethic and, you know, showed me how to be a team player. Um, but, you know, if I was to look back at, you know, my 20 year old self and you just, you know, seeing where my life was going at that time, I, I just tell myself, look, man, you don't want to ever have any regrets in life. Work hard now, you know, just study in high school, grind in college, you know, I mean, you know, I think we, we, we get away with it, you know, a lot of times and society allows us to be so, you know, lax when we're 18, 19, 20, you know, that we don't have that hard guard, right? Step up, be a man, get out there and do it, you know, that we used to have in society. And so, I mean, I, that's my biggest regret is just waiting too long to go for it. And, you know, to anybody out there, just, I want to say, look, man, invest in books, invest learn from the experts, you know, you yourself, you got to make yourself the priority, invest in yourself every single day. You want to take care of people, you got to take care of yourself first. And so, um, to me, you know, if, if I knew what I knew, what I know now, then that, you know, I would have started much earlier and taken every day much more seriously. Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. I think that is a, a, a wonderful note uh, to, to end on. I mean, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you, you know, just obviously, you know, the time at a vacation, you know, to do this, uh, to, to, to be able to do that. It's just, you know, have this conversation has been great. But beyond that, I mean, I just I, I can't say enough. And I'm saying it now uh, because I just want it to be on record. Like I just 
I, I, I have so much admiration for you, you know, what you've been able to accomplish, knowing some of the things you've had to overcome along the way. And just to see that you are taking that and investing that into first your wife and your kids, which I think is just the most important thing. But beyond that, the fact that you are investing into thousands and thousands of people and you're making a real and positive change. So thank you. I appreciate you so much. Like you just, you just don't know. That's, that's awesome, man. That's, that means a lot to me to hear from you. And I appreciate you too, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Well, another episode of the excellence mindset is in the books. Uh, I will make sure to put uh, contact information for Chad and the transformation camp in the, in the show notes. So uh, be, uh, be on the lookout for that again. Thanks so much, Chad Burleson. And uh, we'll check you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Excellence Mindset with Ryan James Miller. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And for more great content and to stay up to date, visit ryanjamesmiller.com. We'll catch you next time.